take a deep breath, realize that you're not crazy, and it's just time for chapter two or three or four, whatever that is. But you can always start again, and you can always start from where you are. Hey there, my name is Kim, and this is my podcast, Power Up Your Performance. I believe that we have the power to rewrite our stories, change the trajectory of our lives, pour love into the world, conquer monumental challenges, and that movement can be a catalyst for change. Let's grow together. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek, and I'm so excited you're here with me today. Have you ever noticed how many unfulfilled people there are in the world? Maybe you're one of them. Someone who goes through the motions of daily life without experiencing any real satisfaction or enthusiasm for what's right in front of you. If you're feeling stuck, bored, lacking purpose or direction, or if you no longer enjoy your work or your relationships feel unsatisfying, this episode is for you. Instead of settling for mediocrity, we can escape a life of average. Today's guest found herself living a comfortable but unfulfilling life in corporate America with a good salary, car, and house. Feeling trapped and bored, she decided to seek change and hired a coach to help her find a way out. Through a lot of effort and mindset shifts, she eventually found the courage to break free from the status quo and pursue her passion for something new. Marty Moore is a former executive assistant and office manager. After years of being behind a desk and realizing that her career was no longer inspiring, she set out to get the life she wanted, full of adventure and opportunity. Today, she coaches and mentors others who are stuck in the daily grind and who have a desire for more. Marnie's story is a testament to the power of taking risks and challenging yourself to create a more fulfilling life. I hope you were inspired to take action after listening to this interview with Marnie Moore. Welcome to the show, Marnie. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very much been looking forward to this. So I want to know, was there a big moment in your life where you just were sitting there one day and you're like, you know what? My life is not what I want it to be. Something needs to change. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> totally, totally, yes. I was sitting in a in a corporate job, in a very good job, in a very, you know, a nice, respectable wage, living a wonderful life. I had the car and I had the house and I had the 401k and I had plans. And I was sobbing because I was bored out of my mind. And I just knew that there had to be something more. I just couldn't sit there one more day just being average. I couldn't sit there one more day just going through life going, okay, tick. I did the next little thing I'm expected to. And I just didn't even know how to move. And so one day on a whim, I hired my very first coach. I found her on Facebook and I was just like, I I just don't know what to do because I cannot function like this one more day. And she said, I have a way for you to get out of that. Let's just go through the motions and get through this. And thought of a gun if it didn't work. It took some time and some effort and a lot of mind shift. But I did get there. I was I just couldn't believe that that I would want something. And here I was living this perfect, perfectly comfortable life and I should be grateful for good enough. And I just couldn't do it another day. I just had to do something new. Okay. So I love that you were talking about I was just living an average life. I feel like that is so relatable 
especially for women as they get toward midlife. Mm -hmm. Like, what have I done with my life? I've raised kids. I've gone to work. I've done whatever. What am I going to do next? What is your advice for somebody who feels like they're at that point in their life? My advice for someone at that point in their life is to um, take a deep breath, realize that you're not crazy, and it's just time for chapter two or three or four, whatever that is. But you can always start again, and you can always start from where you are. You know, we hear these stories of people who show up on the shores of Ellis Island with $10 in their pocket, and they become these mega millions. Or, you know, they're down and out, they're crawling out of the gutter with $3 in their pocket, and they just got to do something, and all of a sudden, life just hands them this perfect bouquet of roses. You don't have to wait until you're destitute. You don't have to wait until you're crawling on the ground and you're sitting, or you're sitting at a desk sobbing because you're bored. Start when you're inspired and start with the little things. So sometimes moms say to me, but my kids, what about my kids? Who's going to take care of my kids? You are. You've always been taking care of your kids. Don't worry about that. But you're going to take care of them in a different way because your life is going to start changing. You are going to become somebody different. The best way to raise your children. Okay, I'm not a mom. The best way to raise your children is to lead by example, not to do for them, but is to lead by example, to let them fall down, to let them see you fall down and get up again. That's what we're going to do. I want you to take, realize it's okay to want more. Nobody's going to judge you. Any judgments that you're concerned about are in your mind. And it's because you see in somebody else what you're afraid to face yourself, right? We mirror other people. It's really, really hard. You know, I didn't want my mom to judge me. And my, I, you know, I'm pretty sure that my family thinks I am crazy. And my friends are rolling their eyes. It, you know, you're a personal coach. Seriously, who would do that? You know what? I would do that because I really believe in it and I believe in me. And that's where it began is just that I had to, I knew that there was something more that I could do or give or be. And I had to find a way to do it. And it was actually taking that chance. And I didn't have to risk everything, but I did have to risk something. And I had to risk judgment. I risked a little bit of money. And I took the time to move forward. So that's what I would tell people. And as they're coming to that next step where they're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling frustrated in any area of your life, I guarantee it's affecting every other area of your life. There's nothing that you can tell me that says that's not true. And you have got to get a handle on it and you've got to start embracing it and realize that you're still going to take care of your kids. You're still going to, you're going to lead by example. Kids do as you do, not as you say. And so you want to be able to show them that this is how you are successful. This is how you make money. This is how you create something. This is how you find a way to travel. This is how you make your life be what it is you want it to be by asking for help, for demanding what it is that you want and going forward. And scary. And that's why there's accountability partners. That's why you have your bestie. That's why you find those people. You did not come to this realization when you were super young. Like this wasn't a mid-20s thing where you're like, oh, I'm going to change my life. Right. Tell us why it's okay to make big changes like this, even in your 40s or 50s or later. Sure. So um, I'm 56 and I've been teaching this for four years and I started studying it a couple, three years before that. So that kind of puts it into the time frame, right? You do it when you're ready to do it. That's the big answer, right? There's no right time. There's no wrong time. 
when I was 20, the internet didn't exist. So I couldn't become an internet millionaire. And when I wanted to become a famous movie actress, I was out of shape and overweight. And I didn't know how to do that. When I wanted to go to school, go to college to do X, Y, or Z, I I didn't have the resources to do that. I didn't have a way to get the loans or have somebody else support me or put me through college. I had to figure out how to do it. And so sometimes you just got to wait until you can do it. And with that, I want the caveat to say there is no perfect time. The time is when you take the action. That's the perfect time because there's never a perfect time. There's never enough money. There's never any of that. The time is when you feel inspired to take the action and take the action, just take that leap of faith and move forward. I started at 50. I needed something more. I was tired of waiting around. And so I just did. I did it on a whim. I just jumped all in one afternoon. And I surprised myself more than anybody else. And then I started moving forward. And yeah, there were people that rolled their eyes at me. I was like, can't you just get that out of the book? Well, evidently not. (laughs) So we had to, I had to do something different. And I would say to you too, when you're ready to start something new, start it. Just start poking around at it and see what comes of it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. That's how you learn. Well, and I always feel like when you start dreaming about it, you start immersing yourself into something more. Like we were talking earlier about how I had this dream of getting like a camper van and visiting places for long trips. Well, when I first started thinking about that, I was just maybe seeing a few posts on Instagram. And then the more I, the more you look at that, the more you're like, oh, this isn't impossible. I can actually do this. And so then I start diving to more and more Instagram accounts that have that. And you start seeing how people are doing things that you hadn't even thought about, like, you know, just all how they manage everyday life. And you start to think, okay, I really could do this. And so I think a lot of it starts with dreaming and then just immersing yourself, surrounding yourself with the people who do these things that show you that it's possible. Where do you think that it starts? So I think that it starts in your mind, that you get a you have a fantasy and then you create a theory and then you create an, a, a real life possibility. It's like buying a red car. When you want the red car, there's no red cars on the road. And then as soon as you buy your red car, you're so focused on the red car that all you see are the red cars that are on the road. And life is that way too. As you start changing your mindset and you start manifesting something into being, you are shifting your mind to be aware of the opportunities and the possibilities and you start seeing them. And part of that is, so we talked about manifesting begins in your imagination. If you can start imagining that something is possible, you don't have to know how, there doesn't have to be money. And I tell everybody, regardless of reality, regardless of your bank account, regardless of where you live, anything, regardless of your education, your family, what are the dreams that just inspire you that make you feel really, really good and make you feel really, really creative and curious? What are those things? And as you start leaning into those and start going, you know what, this one thing, this, this living, you know, under the Tuscan sun, right? Diane Lane, we watched her live mm-hmm. under the Tuscan sun for what, six months? And um, we were all like, wow, that just looks so fascinating. Okay, so let's pick on that. And you just start going, I can do that. I can do that. I want to do that. You know what? Oh my gosh, look at this travel site that I just stumbled on. 
what would it take to get to Tuscany and start bringing that to your mind? And then you have to be willing to save the opportunities and receive that opportunity. That's the manifestation. It's seeing those opportunities, opening your mind to those opportunities that are all around you and embracing them, actually receiving them. As women, we are raised to say, oh no, I don't need anything. Let me serve you. Let me do for my children. Let me wait on you, husband. Let me take care of this. And that might feel good for a while, but when you get to that point where, you know, it's like, I'm ready to do something a bit more, then you need to start doing a bit more. And you need to kind of go, okay, honey, can you get your dinner tonight? Because I have this other thing that I want to do. And we're going to just see how that goes. You know what? I want you to share this with me. You don't have to leave anybody behind. But that's the manifesting. It's embracing those opportunities and seeing them come to be. But it starts in your mind. It starts in your imagination. It starts being creative. The books that that inspire you or the images that inspire you to like go through Pinterest. You know, there's you can create your vision board on Pinterest, you know, to create a file in Pinterest, stick it all in there and then bring it all to your desktop or go to Canva, arrange it on a blank sheet and save it as a JPEG, not a PDF, a JPEG. And you can make that your wallpaper on your desktop so that you always have your vision board in front of you or to make a list of the things that inspire you. And you can start creating what it is that you want by seeing it and then believing in yourself that you have it and having the faith in yourself to move forward. You know, um, so I'll use some words. God is all around. The universe is everywhere. There's energy everywhere. And so if you start allowing yourself to feel that and to be that, you can have so much. So for the scientifics, the fact the universe is created of all the same atoms and molecules that we are. And the universe is ever expanding and it's ever changing and we are ever expanding and ever changing. And so if you allow your mind to ever expand and change and to tap into that energy and start really feeling good about the thing that it is that you really, really want, that's when it's going to come to you. That's that manifestation. It's creating that life by design, being in charge of what it is that you want fate and destiny live down the road, but they're not going to knock on your door. You're going to have to go get those two broads, bring them to the house, sit them down and say, this is what I want. That's where we're going with this. And it's when you start getting into it, it's really fun. It's scary, but it's fun. And why not just go all in? There have been plenty of times in life where you've been afraid, but you've fallen down and gotten back up and done it again and again. And that's what I want for you. That's what I ask people to do. It's to just lean into that belief in themselves and the faith that they can move forward and that they can have that that they want. And when they start believing and having that faith that they're going to have exactly what they want, then it starts becoming real. But you have to be willing to receive it. You know, those women, oh no, I'll do for everyone else. Oh no, I don't need anything. Oh no, I'll just sit here at the back of the line. Oh no, you go have fun. I'll stay home. You know what? It's time for you to receive the thing that you want and say, I'll have that. Thank you. You know what? That looks really good. Thank you very much. And start with like a compliment. When somebody says, you know what? That looks great on you. Oh, no, this old thing. I've had it for three years. You know what? Right? We've all done that. Mm -hmm. But what if you said, thank you? It's one of my favorites. 
How about that? I mean, wouldn't that make you feel good? Start with something like that. You know what? Let me buy the coffee today. You know what? That'd be really nice. Thank you. And say thank you. And be grateful for it. And go on. And the first time it's like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? Does she think I'm greedy? Does she think I'm conceited? No. They wanted to do something nice. Let the other person do something nice for you and receive that. And start there. The little successes make bigger successes. Start there. Create what it is that you want. Receive what it is that you want. Imagine what it is that you want. And start moving forward. There's so much to do. You can do this. So one of the things that I always get hung up on in these conversations is I think about people who have lived a life so very different from mine where they're very disadvantaged. Maybe they don't know doctors or lawyers or people who travel. Maybe they've never been on a plane. Maybe they've never had a vacation. You know, whatever it is like that I think is completely normal to have as my goals and dreams. And you think they don't have role models in their life who maybe have done these things. And I think it's hard to imagine all the things we're talking about being possible for you if that's just outside the realm of your reality. And so one of the things I really like is thinking about, you know, you were talking about the movie Under the Tuscan Sun. I think art helps make us realize things are possible if we're willing to use it that way. A good children's book or young adult novel will introduce us to things that we have never been exposed to. But just what are your thoughts for getting that imagination going, realizing that something is possible for you if nobody around you has ever done it? You just start where you start. Don't worry about everybody else. What do you want? And when you start going for that one thing, you're going to be exposed to new things because the only way to get a thing is to start. The only way to get a new life is to change the life that you have there. And so if there's something that you, if you've never been exposed to it, it's really, really super scary. So let's just back up just a smidge and start where you are and go, you know what? I just want, I drive a Honda Accord. Yay. Your average, everyday, practical car. You turn on the key and that baby starts up every single time. I want an Audi S5. Okay. That's kind of a reach for me. So, but it's not the Audi R8. It's not this thing that I've never actually seen or touched. It's this other thing that I can wrap my brain around. And so you start where you start. And my money says that if I go get that Audi 8 S or that Audi S5, I'm going to be exposed to something new. If I want something and I'm actually going for it, the path is going to, the path the universe takes me on is going to lead me to new experiences and new opportunities and new things to do and see and acquire. And so just begin where you are. Don't worry about the rest of the world. Your journey is yours, not mine. And so, you know, maybe you have big grand goals to, I don't know, to conquer the world. Great. So conquer the world already. Start. What does that look like? You know, well, first things first, I got to get on city council and then maybe I need to be the mayor and then I'm going to run for Congress and then maybe I'll become the president and then maybe I will take on the United Nations or I will take on something else. Okay. So there's a stepping stone. There's layers of things to get through. 
start where you start. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. What do you want? What has inspired you? What makes your heart beat? And that that part of your your person that says, this is my soul speaking. I need to feel this or to be this. Don't worry about everybody else. And you know what? That's really hard to do because you know what? I want to be better than everybody else. I want people to look at me and go, wow, you're awesome. And really and truly, where you need to begin, where I need to begin is, I think I'm pretty awesome. And that's where you begin. You just begin with what you have and what you know. And the journey itself will start exposing you to more and more things. If you have any kind of an inkling that there's something bigger and better out there for you, you owe it to yourself to go get it. And I go get it. Find, figure it out. Socrates said something about those who have gone before you have it all written down in books. So it behooves you to read those books so that you can learn faster and know what it is that they came up against so that you can do better. You know, we all, there's always a better way. And so you start with something that you can get your hands on and you begin there. What's the one little thing that you can do today that's going to move you toward a better tomorrow? Just begin. Don't worry about everything else. I mean, I can't even fathom how to get to Tuscany today, but I be, I'll bet you by the end of today, now that I'm thinking about it, I won't know exactly how to get to Tuscany <laughs> because that's where I started. That's where I'm beginning. What do you think about the advice that people have about to get to this certain place, you have to be the person who would be somebody who gets to that place. Talk about how your mindset shifts to turn into that person who would have a life in Tuscany or a great big mansion on the beach or whatever it is you dream of. Okay. So this was a hard one for me to wrap my brain around, and it took a lot of reading. I read um, Price Pritchett and Thomas Troward and uh, Neville Goddard and uh, Jack Canfield has some great works, too. And a number of things. And at the end of the day, the deal is this. If you are living under the Tuscan sun, how do you behave under the Tuscan sun? What kind of a person are you that's living under that Tuscan sun? Did you learn to speak Italian? Did you save all of your egg money to afford the ticket, to afford the villa? Did you make new friends? Did you uh, reconfigure your career to be online so that you could take it with you? Or did you make a plan to be off work for three to six months? That's what it means to start being that person. What does that person do and think that's living there to make sure that their life is successful? How are you behaving? So, um, I want time and money freedom. I want to be able to travel the globe with my business on my laptop looking for Wi-Fi. That's my goal. So what is the business that I'm in and does it do that? Do I have passive income to support myself while I'm traveling and not able to get online? And so what am I doing to build a passive income? Am I looking for multiple streams of income? Do I have time? to take care of my home or do I need somebody else to do that for me so that I'm taking care of something else? I'm going to need a housekeeper. So maybe to get that housekeeper, I'm going to need to find a passive income or a side hustle that's going to be able to afford that extra help, give somebody else a job 
and allow me to do what it is that I do. Because that person that I want to be that's traveling the globe, working where I want to work, has these other systems set up, has these things set up. That's me being that person. I am grateful for the life that I've created. I have, I am actively working to create the life that supports that life. And what is it? I cannot continue to be me today where, you know, I, I have to clean the toilets. I have to get the laundry done. I have to get this done. I have to get that done because I don't have enough time to do the other things. I'm so busy supporting me that I don't have, I'm not being the person in the future who had taken the time to build the systems that support me. That, it, it, and once you wrap your brain around it, that that future me is looking for investment opportunities, that future me is looking for speaking engagements, that future me is writing a book, that future me is doing these other things, then I need to be doing some of those things today. I need to at least start doing them today so that they are in place tomorrow and they're just automatic. You know, um, successful people have the habit of doing the things that other people don't want to do or don't like to do. And it's not because they enjoy doing them. It's that they realize that the end goal is bigger than the temporary pain, that that's what they want. I want that. I want that life. I want that. So what do I need to do to have that? I need to start being that person today. I need to learn Italian. I need to set up a multiple streams of income. I need to find somebody to manage the house while I'm gone. What does that look like? How do I start putting those pieces in motion? That's, that's the living as if, you know, and so if you meditate, I recommend it. Everybody meditates, every Dalio meditates, every executive meditates, every athlete meditates. Meditate, calm your mind and allow inspiration to come or focus on one thing and allow inspiration to come. And when you do, you're becoming that future person. You're allowing that gratitude and that energy and those possibilities to start coming forth to start being inside of you and you start you start developing that 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 imagination you know your manifestation what is it that's going to inspire you what moves you forward what makes you feel like you know what i'm a better person now i i can get up and i can move forward and with stronger more confident knowing that i'm going to get this one thing done and that's going to move me closer to my goal that's that's the living in the future. And it sounds hokey, but if you can wrap your brain around it, you go, you know what? My future self is not worrying about that. My future self is worrying about setting up the future self. Then that's what you want to do. That, that's how you start becoming that new person, that wish fulfilled. Now, another variation on this that I really like was somebody was doing a workshop once and they were teaching on Let's say you want to attract your ideal life partner, your new husband, your new wife, whoever, the person you're going to travel the world with, whatever. It's one thing to create this laundry list of these are the things, you know, the checklist of these are what I'm looking for in my man. But it's a whole other thing to go, oh, do I have these qualities? Is this what I am like? Because you're not going to attract the person you're going to attract what you are, not you, you explain this because I am. I, I, oh, you know, I, you nailed it right there. You did that one so, so good. What do you bring to the party? 
it is not all about, you know what, I'm going to show up with a list. I, I talked, I had a, I had a client, a one-time client. And so I said, you know, would you like to talk about your dating life? Yes, I would. She says, you know what, I have all of these questions and I want to know all these answers and rah-rah. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't date you on a bet <laughs> because where's the fun in getting to know each other? If you're going to play 20 questions, let's go play pop, pop, golf. Let's go to the axe throwing joint and see how that, that works. What do you bring to the table? What is it that you see in you? This is having a heart to heart with yourself. And I tell everybody to have a good heart to heart with the bathroom mirror. You go into the bathroom, you shut the door, you lock the door, and you have a one on one with you and you. And you've got to be honest with you and say, this is, this is where I am falling short. You know, nobody likes this. You know, I'm constantly dating the guy who brings me a bouquet of red flags. I put them in water because I wouldn't want those to die. We don't want to do that. We want, we want to, this guy to show up and he's got, you know, a bouquet of red flags. And you're going to say, you know what? I know that this would be a whole lot of fun, but we're not going to do this because I want more. Because I am more. And that's what you're going to do. You don't want the guy who melts your underwear. You want the guy who makes you feel comfortable in your underwear. The guy who's, you know, you can argue with without getting your feelings hurt. You know, that, that's the one that you're going to be with. So what is it that's your What's bugging you? What is it that you bring to the table? Well, I'm financially aware. I've got plans and goals for the future. Um, I'm physically fit and um, I am, uh, you know, I contribute to my neighborhood. So what's this guy bringing to you? Well, he doesn't really believe in contributing to the neighborhood. He doesn't want children. And he'd really like to just spend his weekends on the couch with a six pack. Not going to work, Right. So what is it that you're bringing to the table and what do you need in return? That's going to really just kind of complement that. And we all get, we all get stuck on the gorgeous guy. Let's pick on Chris Hemsworth. Most people can agree on that one. <laughs> and, um, and okay. So he's fabulous on the screen, but what's he like in a real person? What's that real person? Does he? Does do you feel comfortable being in your own skin in front of that person? I mean, that's where you're going. What do you have to offer? You know, well, I have all of these party tricks that I can offer. And what are you going to do the other you know, hours out of the day? Mm-hmm. If there's only solved, that will only carry so far. Do you have experience in life? Do you have interesting stories? Do you have hobbies that you can share? Is there something more that you can bring to the table? And when they get to that table, how do they, how are they supportive of you? Do they make you feel good? Do they make you feel like you could go further? Can you tell them that you are afraid of a little white rabbit and not have them fall off the table, fall off the chair laughing at you? What do you bring into the party? It's not the 20 questions. It's the bad, bad. Go have an experience together. See how that works. And, you know, if movies for your thing, go see a movie. But otherwise, I would say go do an activity where you guys can actually talk to each other. I like the color pink. How about you? You know, Mm -hmm. don't think just start small. It doesn't have to be the big grand thing. Don't worry about the kids just yet. What are your religious preferences? Do you have a religious preference? Are you open-minded? I spent a lot of time dating guys because I didn't want to judge their exterior and I was still wasn't getting anywhere. And you know what? When I finally allowed myself to say, time out, I actually need to really like looking at this person. And I really need to like walking down the street with this person. 
And so the person that I chose as my life partner, or we came together, uh, we were walking down the street and he held my hand and nobody had ever done that before. It was like he was okay being seen with me. He was okay talking to me. We, you know, argued. And I learned other things like these are simple things that we all forget. Women want to be able to psycho- psychically be aware exactly what their partner's needs and wants are. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. <laughs> but I am actually apt. I thought that was a really big step forward. Really? Do you like this kind of food or that kind of food? Do you, I mean, what are your, what do you like? What do you dislike? I didn't assume that I knew. I asked the question and I started the conversation and it was really a big deal. You know, that's what I would tell people when you start, you know. Another thing that you've mentioned a lot of times throughout our conversation is believing in yourself, believing you're enough, believing that you deserve it. (laughs) How, what's the first step that we take if we, do people even realize that they're the one holding themselves back? How do you get to that point or take that first step? That first step. So if somebody's talking to me, they have an idea that there's a problem and that they might be the problem. And the truth is, is that we are all our biggest problem and we need to figure out, we need to allow ourselves to move forward. So in taking that, I try to reframe the statements. So rather than being insecure and afraid, <laughs> um, I suggest that maybe you procrastinate a lot and maybe there are aspects of life that are getting in the way. And so I try to reframe it in a way that says, I can take that. Okay, so my life is in the way. I can't do this because my ki- I have kids. I have a dog. I have a house. I have this. I have that. And the truth is, is that you have you. You aren't willing to take the chance to do something different. And so let's just, you know, back it up and tell me, you know, take the time and tell me what's standing in your way. And when you put it out there and it's right in front of you, you can kind of put it out on the kitchen table and you can poke at it with a stick or a wooden spoon, whatever. When you can see it, then you can start dealing with it when you actually admit it. So that's what I ask people to do is just start. So so tell me what's your big problem? Well, my husband's not very supportive. Are you sure? Have you asked? Well, we've been talking and we've got this budget thing. So I really don't want to bring it up. Uh, let's start with that. What are you not bringing up? What's in the way? Well, I don't want him to worry. You know, back to that woman thing. Don't worry about me. I'm just going to sit back here in the closet. Well, why not? Well, I just don't want him to have to stay home with the kids. Why not? Well, If you do, you know, your husband gets the opportunity to spend time with his children one-on-one and get to know them and they get to know him. And that your kids have already trained you because you're the mom. So why not let the kids train the dad and and start there? You know, or if you're you're really good at co-parenting or or sharing that, well, then it's not going to be a problem for him to say, you know, they can stay with me for, you know, a couple of hours or three hours or whatever that looks like. Go and do what you want because when you do that, you're going to come back a better person. New experiences, new things to talk about. I mean, after a fashion, how often can you talk about Aunt Sally Cat dying on Christmas Day, right? You've got to bring something new to the table. And so we start with that. We start with that heart to heart. We start with, tell me everything that's bugging you and put it out on the table because once it's in front of you, then you can deal with it. If you're just going to keep it hidden, you have no idea what you're dealing with. 
And um, the biggest problem with people is ignorant, not being willing to get the information to move forward or to take on a problem, to acknowledge and acknowledging that you just got to let it go. If you want your life to change, then you're going to have to change. The only way to get a new life is to let the old one go. That's really hard. I mean, I had a lot of time and money invested in that bad boy. And I would just hate to have to admit to myself that some of it was wrong or that I'm going to check it all and start something new. There's a lot. And I just don't want somebody to look at me and say, well, you screwed that one up. You know what? Oh, well, let's look at what you've screwed up too. Okay. Well, maybe we don't need to do that, but I'm willing to make it right. I'm willing to make it better. So let's make it better. That's we just start talking about it in a different way. What part of life is in your way? So then we can move forward because a lot of people don't like the word fear. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not insecure. I'm very confident. Oh yeah, I can do anything. Well, let's do it then. We're confident in, all of us are confident in some area of life, but we're not confident in every area. So let's tackle those areas and just begin. Yeah, I like in your example the peeling back of the layers so that you're really you know, getting to the root of the problem or one of many potential issues that are stopping mm-hmm. people. And then also just asking better questions of yourself and not just assuming, not just assuming something, but going to the other people involved and having an actual conversation. I think that is huge. And then just ha- then after that, having the courage to let go of whatever it is, your old life, like you said. Those are all huge. It's, you know, it's really hard. So let's pick on a biggie because most of us have been affected by it in some way, shape or form. Divorce. So you can divorce a job, you can divorce a friend, you can divorce your husband, your your partner, you can divorce whatever. But you have to admit in that no divorce happens overnight. That doesn't happen. It takes time because you have to develop the courage and the willingness to be able to say, this is not working. I got to let that go. And you have to realize that everything that you did to build that up and to make it the perfect thing and to make it the thing that you invested so much time, money, and effort in is no longer working. It's not bad. Reframe that statement in your brain and go, I learned so much. I know how to do this better now. And then do it. Don't go back and ask and do it again and again and again, looking for validation that everything that you did was right and everything they did was wrong, that's not going to happen. It's like building the same wrong guy over and over and over and expecting him to apologize for being a jerk when the truth of it is, is you're allowing it to happen. Quit doing that. Let him be a jerk somewhere else. Let that go. It's okay. You know what? You made a mistake. Failure is not fatal. Failure is feedback. What did you learn from the situation? Let's do it differently. Don't do it again, hoping for new results. Do it differently. Cut your losses. Move on. Yes, this is all easier said than done because we're emotional. We get our hearts wrapped in it. We, you know, the time and the people and the friends. And what if you lose contact with his mom? It's just really, really hard. But if you want better, you're going to have to change it up. Let that go. It hurts and it sucks. That's what Hagen does is for. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. Now, before I get to my last question, 
Yeah. Tell people how they can work with you or how they can just surround themselves with your energy <laughs> and knowledge. Absolutely. I am Marnie Moore. I am the founder of EnvisionResults.net. I do have a, a website. I don't use it very much, but it's there if anyone wants to look at it. I ask people to go find me on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook group, Envision Results Consulting, and there's a page, Envision Results. We just kind of want to start slow and find me there. And um, I try to host a Wednesday Live where I bring new people on, where they can be exposed to new ideas and thoughts and game changers, mindset people. And um, message me. Let's set up a phone call and just do, uh, just find out. Maybe you just need somebody to tell you that you're okay and go forward. Maybe you just need somebody to say, you know what, try this. I'll talk to you in a month. You know, let's just start with that. And then you can be part of a community of like-minded people, other people that are looking for their own strength. Maybe there's somebody there that you connect with. And so that's what I ask people to do. Find me at Envision Results. Awesome. And last question is just a wrap-up question. What thought would you like to leave people with? Oh, um, if you want to be included in life, you have to participate. So whatever it is that you want, you're going to have to participate. You're going to just have to put it all aside and jump right in and give it a go. That's my thought. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great talking to you. Thank you. You as well. I can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you for joining me for season four of Power Up Your Performance. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, rate, review, and follow. Dream big and get out there and explore.